Oh shit, fuck, what'd I do? You're still- <laughs> we can still see you, buddy. What? <laughs> what? Oh, okay, hi. <laughs> you only control your view, we, uh, we control ours. Oh. Listen, I don't- I- I- I'm not tech-savvy at all. It took me forever just to figure out how to work half this shit. Okay, alright! Seriously, are we recording? Just wanna get more light. Shame? Recording? Yeah, I'm recording. I've been recording for two minutes, buddy. We got to witness all of oh. that. <laughs> that is gonna be hilarious. Jazz, are you driving right now? I am. That's why I, oh, uh, the... Pickle's gonna read. Oh, for the love of God, please be safe. Hey! What? Is anyone else- Before we really get started here, does anyone else want to show their lovely fucking faces? If you don't, your mom's a hoe. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Um. I'm no chill. Alright, we got Pickle up here. We got Chaz up here. Lovely looking Chaz. Oh, look at We got Pickle showing off the guns. It's more fun on top. So, it, yeah, that's actually a thing from work. We had a rooftop party. <laughs> ah. Look! I mean, I, I do appreciate it. I do appreciate, you know, relaxing every once in a while. You know, take, take a breather. My cardio's not as good as it used to be, but... Yeah, and Chaz was the one that was yelling at me to get my shit together. But, alright, uh... So, for anyone listening in, by the way, as you guys are listening in, share this with as many people as you can, that way we can get... You know, some good quality questions, get some people in here, get this shit going. Uh, but other than that, this is going to be a live Q&A that I'm going to edit, do my uh, do my little thing thing, and post as, you know, the podcast. You know, just kind of get some more involvement, get some more interaction. Okay, so before we begin here, just some announcements, just some of the things that I've been doing and going over myself. Um, if you guys had placed an order through JB Motivation in the past couple of months, we ran into some issues with the uh, product sourcing and distributing and, you know, a lot of some tech issues. That should be all sorted out. So if you is there in, if there is any more issues, please uh, shoot me an email so we can get that fixed right away. I'm also going to be working on redoing the whole uh, my whole coaching program thing. Um, get all my old clients back up to par um, and get a little more involvement with that and get everyone scheduled out appropriately and things moving forward and things to look forward to. If you guys follow me on any other of my socials, except for my TikToks, I haven't uh, made any announcements there yet. Uh, the next release is coming up. Uh, it's going to be called just the uncrowned, right? Cause we're now involving our uncrowned Queens. So it is going to be stuff for men and women, right? So I'm really excited. A lot of the designs look really, really good. So I'm going to work through, figure out the last little bit of details before I start uh, creating the web pages and getting all that stuff sourced out. Uh, one of the other things I've been trying to look at um, that's kind of on the back burner, but just give you an idea of, you know, different bullshit things I like to do, it, just kind of have fun with it, is uh, I'm in talks to maybe see if I can make my own cologne or perfume. Um, That'd be really fucking cool because everyone gets to smell like a king or a queen, so we'll work on that one. Um, maybe a beard oil. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out you know the the labeling and the uh, the product for that. Um, but one thing I'm currently working on, I, I get bored and I literally just come up with shit that I can you know slap a name on and have fun and you know include everybody. Is a uh, coffee, ground coffee. Don't ask me why, but. I know Chaz and I had talked about it before, just something about JB Motivation Beans. Your uh, morning startup to take a shit, just for shits and giggles. That That's literally all it is. Don't don't ask why, but it just sounds cool. Uh, but on a more serious topic, right, on a more serious note, um, one of the big things that I'm going to be looking into for you guys is our own app, right? Our own platform, get away from the bullshit. Um, and pretty much what that's going to include is kind of like a community base, kind of like this, um, but a lot more exclusive and a lot more content based. It's going to have the option for, you know, live stream webinars, uh, different plans for coaching, um, you know, e-products, e-books, courses, uh, more involvement in terms of groups and challenges and a lot. It's way more inclusive, right, to really get you guys involved because the whole idea of this and what we're doing is to get that sense of community and to be able to all grow together. So that is the big thing, right? That is the big thing that I'm working on in the background for you guys to kind of get together. But things take time, things take money, and, you know, it, we're working on it. All right, so if you guys have any recommendations or anything you'd like to see, anything you'd like to come out of it, or anything, you know, just really anything in general, let one of the admins know. Um, 
I would say let me know, but I get a million different things a day and I lose track of things very easily. So it's easier just to let one of the administrators know or uh, so on and so forth. That way it, it can get up to me a lot easier. Uh, but other than that, before we get started here, does anyone have any comments, questions, or concerns? How are you doing? Stressed. Thank you for asking. Make sure you don't burn yourself out, man. We all care about you. I appreciate it. Uh, working on it. I'm doing a lot better than I was. Uh, life is just a bitch. So, it's, it's all good. So right now, just stressed, but we're getting better. We're getting there. I appreciate you. Are we having any comments in the uh, text channel? Uh, Nailbender is suggesting to set up a website uh, from your earlier comment, so that way you have that type of control. Uh, a website for what exactly? Uh, your platform. Oh, no, so yeah, with, uh, with the app, it will include a, a website as well. The app that we're looking at right now, the platform, will be available on all platforms, so it's not going to be singular, just the phones. You could fucking stream that shit on your TV if you wanted to. Very well then. Let us begin the fucking Q&A. Let's see what you assholes got. I love it when he's nice to us. I say it with love. <laughs> we don't all right, have so anything if members want to speak in chat, just throw in a number one in the chat so that way we, our mods can see you and call you out individually so we don't have people over talking to each other. If you want to have your question directed out of text only, go ahead and put it up there and uh, we'll have it right over to JB. Matthias, yes, this is the channel that you use for uh, typing and talking in. Typically, we do a lot of back and forth here just to kind of help keep the momentum going and we wait for people to say something. Um, I know lately we've been having members, younger members, struggling with the, the ideal of being equal to their parents. And it's been kind of a concerning thing for the staff because we keep trying to give advice on it, but the members aren't really hearing it. Right. So with the idea of the whole attribute of parents, I get it, especially when you're young, you're teenagers, you're, you're rebellious, you don't give a shit. Oh, you know, I know everything kind of attitude, even though that's may not be directly what you say or think um it, it, your actions prove far greater than your words and your youth is almost naive in a sense where you haven't experienced enough life to fully understand you know why they do what they do and it took me a, a pretty long time to understand why my parents did what they did both positive and negative right so in a sense it's almost like a waiting game at that but you have to remember too right if you're under the age of 18 or even if you live in their household regardless of the fact you are living in their household. You still have to respect them as one, your parents, but two, as fucking people that put a roof over your head, right? And you have to respect the rules of the house. At the end of the day, that's just something you gotta do. Because if you don't, you, you'll be kicked out, right? A end of story. So that's just in like a general sense, right? But in terms of like the whole uh, parent-child dynamic as a relationship sense, right? After you turn the age of 18, no, there's no law saying you have to speak to your parents ever again. So if it's really that bad and you feel like it is that horrible, and I, I say that with a grain of salt, right? Because some parent-child relationships are actually that bad. Abusive, manipulative, just a very toxic household. However, some really aren't, but in your head you think it is because they grounded you because you snuck out to try to go get laid, but turns out they were just trying to protect you from the stupidity that you're about to, you know, succumb yourself to. Um, so if it's, you know, what I'm trying to say is no one's forcing you to keep in contact with them after 18. That's it. Suffer until then, move out on your own, do your own thing. But until that day, right? And you were still in their home and in their household and they're providing for you, may not be, you know, clothes or food or whatever, but they are still providing a shelter for you to fucking live in. You still have to somewhat respect their authority. I, I guess, Chaz, I you can weigh in on this too. I guess as long as it's not abusive. Yeah, I think the big part people forget about is whether or not what's happening is to teach you a moral lesson or a standing ground for life versus just being a dick. And sometimes you got to take your own personal feelings out of that to understand what's actually happening. And kids don't really have that outside of me ability yet and you know upwards to 18 years old you could have that lack of ability to see the world outside your own perspective but you, you got to start learning those skills early on so that way you can have a better grasp on how things are happening and why 
And it's a shame too, because it's very hard for, especially this newer generation, to be self-aware like that, to want to go and seek that self-knowledge or that self-preservation. Um, a lot of times, at least in the in the previous generations, like that was taught by parents, right? Especially by the fathers, like, hey, this is how the fucking world works. This is how it goes, and it doesn't give a shit about you. Nowadays, especially with the rise of technology and everything, and it's almost like, you know, your handheld babysitter kids and you know young adults are having to figure out a lot of this shit on their own so unless they actively seek that out a lot of times they have a hard time doing it which is again why i feel like this generation is so goddamn selfish half the time that cool we got any uh commentary yes sir uh so storm pixie uh would like to tell jb thank you and that you'll know why okay uh chaos oh. prince yeah i'm thinking that's over your merch Yep, that, I, I knew what she was talking about. Uh, Chaos Prince, when you are marketing your brand, what is your main strategy? Value. Bring in value. I, ne I never try to, obviously, you know, now that I'm doing this full time, I still have to make a living. I still have to, you know, make sure I eat and pay the bills and shit like that. So obviously that, that's a huge stress and being able to get people to, you know, invest in me and invest in, you know, my, my brand. Um, but my biggest thing is always providing value, right? That's why I'm always, always asking, what do you guys want to see? What would you guys be interested in? What would you guys want to be included in? You know, because I want to provide something that you guys see value enough to invest in. Because one, I say invest because I can't do this shit for free. Again, I still have to pay the bills and stuff. And it is my own time and effort. And you know, I, a lot of people actually have given me a lot of shit for not offering more free shit. Why don't I offer free coaching? Why don't I do this? You know, because a few times when I asked it or asked about it, um, they were like, oh, more free stuff like podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever. Not realizing that at that time, I still had a full time job. I still went to the gym. I had a needy ass girlfriend at the time. Like I did all of this stuff that I, I brought up to this point. I did out of, you know, one, wanting to help people, but two, all in my free time. Right. Even before I was even getting, you know, paid or people were buying my merch or coaching, whatever. I was still doing all this shit still for free. So at the end of the day, I want to provide the most amount of value and help the most amount of people through my voice and my intellectual knowledge um, to help guide people in the right direction and help really give them the community and the, the information that they need to increase their quality of life. So that that's basically my main goal of everything. And so I see that if I provide valuable enough information guidance or you know entertainment i guess sometimes with my smart ass that people in turn will in invest in me because of the value that they are receiving we have one from dx uh from to how do you keep a girl interested be you be you um uh, a lot of guys will get a girl to lose interest if they're uh, overly available Right. If all the time, like, oh, can we hang out? Can we do this? Can we do this? And, it, you know, he's just always there, always there, always ready, always on his phone, always responding. This, 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 this. A lot of times that is very overwhelming. And it also kind of shows that you don't have much else going on in your life. Right. Get some like three dimensional bullshit to your persona. Get a hobby, get a job, go to the gym, read a book, hang out with people. Add a three dimensional look instead of job, gym, school and work. That, like a lot of guys fail to realize that they need that three-dimensional part of them um but also be able to hold their ground a little bit right if she starts doing a little bit of shit testing which every girl will to try to test you know your uh your manhood right to see how well can you actually stand up for yourself and or others um if you fail those shit tests she will start to lose interest as well because that is basically showing she can walk all over you right and you're just gonna fucking take it uh and if you can't even stand up for yourself, how are you supposed to stand up for her? So, hope that answers your question. I'm gonna tag in on it. Um, I think for the most part, you have to be able to weigh the person you're with and the type of reactions they need and value. Uh, love language is a very important key component of that. You have to understand somebody's uh, sure. love language versus your own. And if you don't take the time to figure that out, then you're really not putting any effort into the relationship itself. So. Take some time, figure that part out. Right, and that that more or less goes for uh, more romantic interests, like girls who are actually looking to court and date and all that stuff. Um, even though I don't condone it, because it's not really the most beneficial for you, the one night stand bullshit, 
you don't really need to keep her interested. You don't really need to take that much time. As long as you both are in agreement on what's going on, do your thing, and that's really all it comes down to. Again, as long as you are both in line with what is going on, don't play a girl with her thinking, oh, you know, we're going to do this to date, hook up with her a few times, and then dip. It's just like you, you couldn't even properly communicate that all you wanted was, you know, hooking up. Uh, up next, I have Kamathis. We're going to bring him up into voice. Um, you should have it now. Okay, so once again, hello, JB. Been a minute. Uh, I have a couple questions. One, what inspired you to do this career instead of just having a normal job? So, one, I, I knew for a fact I've always been different and everything in my life has been, you know, not normal in a sense. So the uh, whole nine to five job and all that jazz, it, it never appealed to me. Not in the slightest. I fucking hated college. Um, I love the Marine Corps, uh, but I always knew there was something more. Obviously, everyone tells me, oh, you should go into voice acting, you should go into modeling, X, Y, Z, which are obviously more freelance careers. It's not the nine to five. So I always knew it was, I was more than just, you know, a worker bee. Um, but in terms of the whole, you know, life coaching and motivational speaking, in a sense, all stemmed from the first video that went viral on my first account when I talked about what happens when you, like, almost internally or subconsciously when you tell a man to man up. Kind of like his reaction or his response to, you know, if he's trying to tell you something that is actually fucking with him deep down, and you go, you know, fucking be a man, get over it. You know, what actually happens to his psyche after that, that video went, went viral and it showed me the absolute need of the market for guys that, you know, don't have a voice or, you know, don't understand a lot of their emotions or what they're going through, and especially don't know how to work through it. So after that, I'm like, you know what? A lot of people need some help, and I'm going to do everything that I can to help. And now here I am. I, I didn't have any plan to do any of this, any plan to be like this, or any plan to, you know, have the community that I have, but it's just kind of like that God finally fulfilling, you know, my purpose that he has for me. So, hey, what, what, like, like, have motivation? Like, how'd you keep your motivation? That's really easy to lose at times. Um, to be completely honest with you, I, I, I'm not motivated all the time. Like, yes, I, I know I am, like, quote-unquote, Mr. Motivation, but... Be fucking real with you. I'm not motivated all the time. I get in my own slumps. I get I get in my days where I don't want to do shit. You know, because at, at the end of the day, your motivation will come and go. Right? There are some days where you're so gun ho and you're like, fuck yeah, I want to do all the work all the time. Let's go. And there's other days like, holy fuck, I I, I don't even want to go to the gym, let alone fucking get out of bed. Those days will come and go. Um, what it comes down to it is is a certain level of discipline and abiding by your your routine and discipline rules and that's something that you know that's an issue that i've even dealt with going on because life will throw curveballs left and right so it's like as long as you do your best and have that that goal right that purpose that vision it will still keep you on a track but you're you're going to be weaving in and out as you go through the highs and lows of life but that's the biggest thing that i preach on my on my coaching calls that i help guys kind of figure out and focus on is you need to find that purpose, you need to find your being and your reason in life so that when you're weaving in and out and you're having those highs and lows, you still have direction and you still have aim. Yeah, that's just that's about all the questions I got. Alright, brother, should, thank you for coming on asking. You should bring back you you should bring back every every lesson a father should teach his son. Those were the videos that made me like decide, oh shit, this guy's a good creator. Okay. Alright, I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good one, JB. Take care, brother. Up next, we have Recon. Uh, what's the best way to keep depressive thoughts and the like at bay? Ooh. Okay. Um, so I want to start off with saying, uh, as we continue to ask these questions and as I continue to answer them, the quality of your life will be dictated by the quality of questions that you ask. So be very articulate and careful with how and in what way you word the questions, because the certain way you word the questions will all depend on how I answer it. So relating to this question, how do you keep, you know, those depressive thoughts or feelings at bay is, do you want them at bay or do you want them gone completely? Because if you want them at bay, I, I, I can tell you how you keep them at bay. You, you get complacent, right? You get comfortable. You go through the you know, mundane, in and out, in and out, same shit, different day. That's pretty much, you know, the term that I capitalized on with uh, my video, Motivated Depression. Technically, you're still, you're keeping it at bay, right? Because you're still doing all the shit day in and day out, right? You're still taking care of your business. You're still interacting. You're still living life. But at the end of it, it's like, you don't really want to do it. 
You don't want to get out of bed. You fucking hate that shit. You're just over it. You're done. You're cashed. But because you have that, you know, you have that necessity of, you know, people relying on you and the fact that, like, you may not be able to actually give up like that. So you still have to go through the motions. I mean, theoretically, that's still keeping it at bay. So Recon uh, specified a little bit here. Um, he would like them gone completely. Okay, that's a lot better. Um, so depression is a hard one, right? Because it, it's not only like a feeling and you know emotion and kind of like the slump that you get into, but there, there's a biochemical response that happens in the brain, right? And what happens is your body gets so used to firing or not firing and releasing those certain hormones that that's what happens when you get depressed is you fall into that slump and your mind is, like I always say, just like any other cell in your body, craves homeostasis, right? So depression in a sense, right? In a sense, not a literal actual term, is your mind got so used to being in that slump that it decided, hey, I'm just gonna stay here because this is what I'm used to now. Basically, what you need to end up doing is establish micro changes in habits, along with having a good support group, and if you don't have one, be more active in the goddamn chat, uh, to slowly get you out of that slump. This is not something you can just flick on and off like a light switch to get it to stop right do the small things start making your bed uh one thing that i know jordan peterson made a really good point is always have one room in your house that is neat that is clean that is comfortable and organized so that you always have one room that you know you can go to that is almost like a safe place because if your house and you know your, your place where you dwell is disorganized most likely the rest of your life is going to be disorganized so if you come to a place that is well organized right get out get sunlight, eat healthy, whole foods, protein, sugar is a no-go because sugar is a contributor to depression and anxiety, along with being as active as you possibly can. Like I said, start small, take a walk, be outside, slowly work your way into the gym and into that atmosphere, and also be feeding your mind with, you know, good shit. What do we do when we get sad? Well, we listen to sad boy music, which continues to drive that narrative of shit, this sucks. So that, that's probably the best way to get started, and then you just slowly work up from there. But it's going to be a process. All one right. of the one of the important things for that, though, is that uh, don't just ask yourself, am I happy, am I sad? You have to get a little bit deeper into that. What is it that triggered this feeling? Can I identify it? Do I know how to get around it? Do I know how to replace it? Do I know how to find a way to make it not happen again? You got to really dive into your feelings and understand them you can't you can't just yeah i'm sad today that's just accepting defeat before anything ever happened you got to really get into your feelings and understand them well right this is it's almost like the whole idea of uh how do you fight your demons well those demons come from somewhere and the moment you identify where they come from and in what aspects and areas that they're affecting your life that's how you end up addressing it so uh perfect example i know it's kind of going off a side tangent, but this is just kind of give you an overarching idea. So it's like uh, a person with attachment issues, right? Take a guy, for instance, that is constantly seeking the love and validation of another woman. So he's constantly being that, that nice guy. I'll do anything for her, whatever. She's my whole world. She's my whole life, whatever. A lot of times that will come down to way back, possibly a childhood trauma or a first relationship trauma where he got neglected or hurt and didn't receive the love validation or you know, fulfillment that he actually needed in fundamental times or in very traumatic times that left a almost like a change of character or a foundation of character to subconsciously seek out what he had been always missing because that's the way his body or his mind trained him to be subconsciously. So the issue at hand, right, him constantly needing the, the validation from other women and X, Y, and Z all the time, Yes, that is an issue, but that is not the real issue. That is not the source of the issue. You need to find out the source of the issue. And what is it affecting? Well, your relationships and how you view them now. How do you address that? By dealing with the shit that you dealt with in the past. And that's how you fix it. Then you can move forward. All right. We have a question from Kalis. I just scrolled past it here. Um, <laughs> give me just a second. All right. So Kalis is asking, I found... Uh, I found that I lost a major part of my motivation. What's the best way to get it back? Watch my videos. <laughs> uh, no, if, if, if you honestly, if it's just the motivation part, right? If it's just needing that little swift low kick in the ass, uh, the, the best thing that I do, right? 
is I'll either I'll pump myself up with caffeine, which again, not a doctor, don't recommend it, don't take my word for it. I'm just telling you what I do in my experiences. Everyone's different. I don't need anyone like chugging three Red Bulls and then having a goddamn heart attack. Um, I'll watch like gym motivational videos. I'll you know wake up and I'll put you know the the morning routine or the billionaire morning routine like just something to uh kind of get you in that mindset. Uh, uh, as cliche as it sounds, again, watch my videos, listen to my podcasts, uh, especially the more real emotional or passionate videos that where I just, I really get fucking into it. Stuff like that can, over time, really start to get you in that mindset. Um, and also, you know, exercising and eating good shit also plays a really heavy role in it too, right? Because you're going to be very unmotivated if your gut feels like shit, or if you feel like shit, you'll have that sense of lethargy, you're not hydrating enough, you're not sleeping enough, you know, take care of the basics first, then see how you feel. Your motivation and your drive comes from purpose. So if you're losing your motivation and your drive, you need to redefine your purpose. You need to understand it better and go back and make sure that you still agree with it. So that way you know you're traveling down the right path and you can redefine to yourself why you're trying. Dog is up next here. I know most of us talk about how to get over relationships and we talk about building ourselves back up, such as going to the gym, journaling, reading, etc. At this point, it honestly seems like I'm just keeping myself busy, though. Any thoughts? Start being productive, don't be busy. Being busy just means you're distracting yourself with menial tasks that aren't really getting you anywhere. Like, like Chaz just said, with the whole idea of purpose, get that sense of direction and focus on it. That way, when you are doing these tasks, it is for a reason. Move with purposeful intent. If you're going to the gym, if you're reading, if you're doing a hobby, if you're building a side hustle, if you're hanging out with friends, do everything with intent. That way, it just doesn't seem like you're wasting time and you're keeping busy. You are actually moving towards something, right? And that'll help keep you focused and help keep your mind off the little bullshit that you can't get over your girlfriend because she left you for another dude. Guess what, buddy? As much as it sucks, and as much as I hate to say it because I know how bad that hurts, that's fucking life, right? She has no, basically, how do I want to word this? Shit, I had it in my head. She does not have to like you. She does not have to stay with you. She has every right, free will given to her by God to do whatever the fuck she wants. And those are the risks that you have to associate and take with with everything that you fucking do. Especially with when you're associating yourself with people. And I know that is a very hard, blunt fact, but this is not guaranteed. That's why I hate it when guys sit there and try to argue with me that they'll put their women on a fucking pedestal and they're everything and this and that and this and that. Like, okay, that's fantastic. You love your woman. Awesome. Love to see it. But it's not guaranteed. And their usual response is, oh, you got rejected. Who hurt you? Or, you know, good luck staying single for the rest of your life. And it's like, no, dude, I mean, they're not guaranteed. I'm not saying they're going to fucking leave you. I'm not saying they're going to be bogus like that. I've literally been on coaching calls where their spouse has fucking died. That's what I mean by they're not guaranteed. I never once said they're going to leave you. Or they're going to, you know, leave in a certain kind of way. The possibility of life is anything and everything can happen, and you have to be mentally and willing prepared for that to accept that. It's going to hurt at that time. I understand that. We're fucking human. We're allowed to feel those feelings. But the moment you recognize that this is always a possibility, so one, love and cherish and be kindful to everyone that you fucking meet, and especially your goddamn partner, but make sure you are set on your own path and your own purpose, so that when these curveballs of these life situations do happen to you, you don't get swayed and you don't get into that suicidal depressive slump. I'm not saying prepare for the worst, I'm saying understand and recognize the fact that life is life and life is a bitch. But you can certainly make the most of it if you have that mindset, and you can. Right, so Prairie Dog did jump in to clarify a little bit. He's uh, 100% agreeing with you and not uh, particularly complaining about the girl, more asking about the ways to build that purpose to pull that focus so that it is not uh, blinding yourself to the emotions of the split. So basically, he, he just wants help finding purpose. I believe so. Right. In a short, that's that's pretty much what he, what he's asking about. Uh, it's going to be different for everybody. It's something that you have to play around with. I can't tell you the exact specific way that you're going to be able to find your purpose. However, I do know the things that you can do that can certainly help. Right. Again, take care of the foundation. 
keep your mental health in check, keep your physical health in check, keep your communal health in check, right? The people that you surround yourself with and make sure that you are always believing in something bigger. I always like to preach that. I'm not saying you have to believe in God, Jesus, Muhammad, whatever the other God, nor it's God's even for chance. Um, but you have to believe in something bigger than yourself so that you are able to even have a purpose. Because if you don't believe in, in, in something, right? Something bigger that you have an actual reason of being here and it's not just random bullshit, then that will actually be able to allow you to have purpose. Because if you sit there and you tell me, this is all random, this is all bullshit, we have absolutely no reason of being here, you know, we all came from a, a fucking mushroom that turned into a slug, that turned into a bird, that turned into a rock again, that somehow transformed into a chimpanzee than us. And we're just here. Okay, cool, if we're just here, then why does anyone ever give a shit about anything? Then what's the fucking point? Because guess what, we die and we get reincarnated into a tree, if that's the case, or, you know, we just die. That's it, nothing, after that. Why the fuck do I give a shit? If that's the case. I'll go on a goddamn like fucking spree of theft, vacation, lars uh, larceny, but whatever. You know, it nothing fucking matters anymore. That damn near anarchy. If I want it to be, so you always need that, that higher being or that higher power, or the purpose or whatever the fuck, so you can actually have a reason for being. Right. Lay out that foundation. Then figure out what you're passionate about, what you like to do, what fulfills you the most. Right? If it's helping others, then figure out maybe a hobby that you can do that fulfills you in a sense of helping others. If you find passion in, you know, teaching or leading or, you know, think bigger picture, then narrow it down to something that you know how to do that could possibly make you money so that you could be more fu most fulfilled in your purpose so that you could do that for a living and live the life that you're meant to live. Huh. <sighs> I got some fucking lungs. <laughs> so, I'll huh? just throw on... I'll throw on top there real quick that when it comes down to it, pain is temporary. It, it's going to happen. It's guaranteed at some point you're going to face it. It's temporary. That's I went through a separate... I know, but it, it's got to be said that it's, it's, it's I went true, through a divorce with my wife. My ex-wife, I went through the divorce with her from my deployment, came home, she had a boyfriend. Um, And I thought my world was shattered. And for months, I was affected. I would say years I had to recover from certain points of it because I had spent nine years in a relationship being loyal and tested and I, it was a case where I put her on a pistol and I never defined my line. Well, I learned my lesson from that. But the point is, is that pain is just a temporary thing that once you find your way past it, the new you beyond that pain is amazing and the happiness you can find is unmeasurable. Keep yourself open to options and always look for the better part of tomorrow. All right, so I accidentally looked over Ripshaw here, so I'm going to back up and uh, grab his question. I do apologize that. Hey, listen, if you back it up, I'm going to put that thing on it. Hashtag uh, 50 cent. A few, <laughs> nice. A few weeks ago, I was positive for COVID. After I got over it, I went to the doctor and was told that I had 32% lung capacity and one of my arteries in my heart has an issue. Since then, my mental health has been an issue. It's affected my relationship too, but I'm trying to work through that. Any advice on how to handle my situation? And thank you. Uh, one, get a second opinion if you can. I don't trust doctors for shit, right? Um, that's, all, that's always my opinion. I, I fucking hate doctors, I don't trust them. And when, when I say that, I don't mean like, all oh, doctors are fucking evil and awful as whatever, it's just, my experiences and a lot of my friends' experiences, whatever, we haven't had the best doctors. I'm not saying there aren't good doctors out there, but it never hurts to get a second opinion before I fucking offend the whole fucking medical community out there. Um, two, I'd start doing some research, right? Because doctors' first instinct and a doctor's job is to make money, so what are they going to do? They're going to prescribe you this, that, or the other, right? Oh, go away, go away. Okay. Now. Now. Okay, sorry, cracked my neck. Do some research, right? Figure out if there's ways to possibly increase your lung capacity, something, you know, ways you could possibly increase your lung health. Things that you can do on your own to help fix you without needing to just medicate, to just put a band-aid over the problem. Again, I will put this out there. I'm not a medical professional. These are just the things that I would do. Look into it. Okay, so in the next couple of seconds here, connection issues ensued and the recording didn't pick up JB so that she knows how your mental health is where you're headed where you're going kind of in that state as well 
so you don't go internal, shut her out, then, you know, it forces her to leave because she can't even reach to you and that's not healthy for her to be in either. And honestly, you can't blame her. Yes, we want our partners to be there for us in that time of need, but if it's going to start affecting their mental health as well, it is in their best interest to make sure they are taken care of as well. Um, and other than that, get a support group and, and just do everything that you can to keep progressing and, and keep a good mental state to the best of your ability by what, what you feed your mind. Uh, I hope that answers the question. I, I was very cautious in the way I answered that. Ripshaw's typing up a response here. Um, yep, I think you, you got it there. Uh, you're saying thank you both. It's very much appreciated. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Phantom has something here. If I can find it in chat. All right, so Phantom, first off, I want to say thank you for this community and this uh, and this whole movement. How do you keep your head up when life keeps taking the good things away from you? Ooh. That one hits home a little bit. Um, I'm not going to lie. No bullshit aside, the one thing that always helped me the most was having the right people around me. Right? Because you can get everything taken away from you. But if you have the right people around you, like actual, genuine, legitimate friends around you, you'd be amazed at how much that fucking helps. Right? And I know not everyone has that support, right? Not everyone has at least that one person they can go to. But at least make the fucking effort, right? Again, that's why I made this whole community, because I understand not a lot of people have that one person they can go to. But I was blessed enough to have, you know, my my very tight circle of people that, and Chaz, you're, you're one of them, I appreciate you greatly for it, um, that really helped me keep going, right? Because there's going to be days where you don't want to go to the gym. There's going to be times where you're not eating right or times where, you know, it, you, you get really fucking down. But having someone that, you, that can be there for you and is genuine and, like, actually cares and kind of, you know, helps, but also calls out your bullshit too because we oftentimes like to lie to ourselves about certain situations um it is going to be way more beneficial than you actually might think Chaz, i think you're still muted no i don't i don't have an opinion i you were going fine oh it. oh i just wanted to see your pretty lips move <laughs> uh just something that i kind of want to add it wanted to add to what jb said uh, i think i heard somewhere that you gain aspects from, I think, like the five closest people that you have around you. And so, so it, it's it, not necessarily aspects. It's you, the, the actual saying goes, you are the sum of your five closest friends. But sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the saying. I didn't quite have it right. But, uh, I mean, if you surround yourself with people that are honest, you're more likely to be more honest. And if you surround yourself with people that are dishonest, you're more likely to be a dishonest person. So, I mean, just kind of tagging on with that watch the company that you keep yes yes and if i can add on to that because that's a very good point I, I i appreciate your input uh birds with feather fly together guys just fucking keep that in mind so even in a relationship if you know you're chasing after a girl and all she hangs out with her single hose well most likely i can almost guarantee she's not going to be the one saint in the fucking group uh, and same goes for you if you're hanging out with guys that do nothing but go out and drink and party and do that side of the other well every time you guys hang out what are you guys doing how is it helping you? How is it progressing you? So not only watch who you hang around with, but also watch who your partner hangs around with because who your partner hangs around with is also going to be an influence on them. And again, one, don't use this excuse. And two, don't accept this excuse of, oh, no, they're not like that. Or, you know, oh, no, I'm not like that. You know, they do that, but I do this. It's like, no, no. Why put yourself in a situation where you're going to have that level of temptation to where something, you know, bad or detrimental or not positive could happen, right? Even if you aren't like that, right? Say, you know, you're the guy in the relationship, but all your friends are single and, you know, they're going out to the bar, going to the strip club to pick up chicks. Why are you going to put yourself in that situation, especially when there's alcohol involved, where you're going to have that level of temptation where stupid shit can happen? And Phantom did follow up with the thank you for your advice. Uh, Tio has one here. Uh, I have a, I have a few ways I want my life to go, but I don't know what or how God wants my life to go, and what if it's not the way that I want it to be? 
Well, if it's not the way you want it to be, you want it too damn bad. Life will have a plan. God, life and God will have a plan for you either way. Trust me, you know how many different like life goals that I've had set where I'm like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do, this is what I plan to do, and this is what I want to do. How many times God looked at me and went, ah, fuck around to find out. So then I continue to try to do that, and I get sideswiped the other way. Right. So growing up, I wanted to be a marine biologist. That didn't work out. So in high school, I wanted to be a natural physicist. Found out I hate my physics teacher, so that didn't work out. Then I went to college for uh, exercise science and kinesiology. Um, and then my life situation made me drop out of college. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make the Marine Corps my career. Well, then I almost fucking died in the Marine Corps. Right? And same goes for relationships. You're like, oh my gosh, I love her, this, you know. But guess what? Love is blind. So you'll try to force something, and I just made a video on this. You're going to try to force something that's not meant to be. And guess what? You're going to get hurt. Because I guarantee you, if it's really meant to be, you'll know what it's meant to be. Because when it's not meant to be, there are a lot of signs that are it's not meant to be. Whether that's your friends telling you, you ignoring red flags. You know, I'm not saying you can tell right away, you know, whatever. But a lot of times when we're trying to get in a relationship with someone, we'll put on those blinders just because, you know, we get comfortable with them. We like the personality. We like the sex or whatever. So we'll kind of ignore a lot of the red flags or a lot of the boundaries being crossed and we'll just keep fighting and pushing and fighting and pushing because, you know, we want it, we want it, we want it and we get hurt way more because we're fighting for something that wasn't meant to be. So how do you know you don't want your true purpose in life if you're not on the path to your true purpose in life? You can be like, oh, you know, I don't want it. But little do you know, once you get on that path, you'll actually want it because that's the path that you're supposed to be on. You just may not know yet because you're not on that path yet. Theo does also say thank you for that. You had something there, Chaz? Yeah, I, I think that uh, when it comes down to it, uh, even if you're not Christian, you know life has a way of guiding you regardless. And typically it works out in a favor that is going to be agreeable to you, not just some higher power that gets to tell you you're doing this. And you're like, huh, guess I got no choice. God or multiple gods or no God, we, we all find a way to get to where we want to be in the way you know it suits us and our lifestyle right right and you also have to keep in mind too you will reap what you sow so if you are so hell-bent on living a certain way or taking a certain path or whatever eventually life will be like you know what fine fuck it you could have had this you could have had all of this but you were so stubborn and i gave you so many ways out and so many opportunities and you said fuck me well you know what fuck you so I'm going to leave you over there where you are so stubborn and you really want them meant to be. And you're going to get stuck in that fucking place. And you're going to find out that that's not really what you fucking wanted. So take, for instance, say, uh, so you have all this opportunity, right? Say, you know, you're draft pick, you're going to the NFL, you're doing college, right? You're making money, girls, this, that, and the other. Granted, it's not the material things, but you're, you're living a good life. Then you get into drugs. And then you've had so many opportunities to get off the drugs, right? Life has afforded you so many ways of help and so many, you know, different support groups, this, that, or the other. But you're like, nah, fuck it. I really like getting high. Well, life's going to be like, well, you know what? I'm going to give you what you fucking wanted, boy. I've given you your opportunities, but now you're going to reap what you fucking sow. Now you are out of football. Now you're out of college. Now you're just that big dude that works at Best Buy. But guess what? Now you're not that big dude anymore because... You, you lost that life as well. You will reap what you sow regardless. So keep that in mind as well. Um, just kind of want to tag on with that. I mean, a lot of this comes down to with your ability to adapt and to overcome. I think um, Mike Rowe, if uh, anybody who knows who that is, he's the guy that does like the dirty jobs and stuff like that. He, uh, I remember him telling a story about how he had a grandfather that could build a house, put the electric in and everything without a blueprint. He just knew how to do it from foundation up. And he had so much respect for his grandfather that that's exactly what he wanted to do. And when he got to start doing that, he just did not have the talent for it. So he decided to go back to college. After his grandfather talking to him, he said, I don't think this is the way for you. He went back to college, did like acting, filming, everything like that, like in that aspect. And instead, he decided he was going to pay homage to that. And now he's doing all kinds of programs and showing off those dirty jobs that in the category that his grandfather was to respect it. So his 
original plan got completely messed up, but and he went in a completely different direction, and the, the guy's happy now. Yes, yes, I have to agree. All right, Jake also has a question here. So I'm currently in process of going into the military and I'm making gains on strengthening my uh, my mind with my mind and my body, and I was wondering if there were tips to make my mental fortitude more well-rounded. And due to me shutting down my social life and focus on the grind, I lost my group of friends, so now I just hit the racks and vibe alone. What's a good way to find a good balance of both? Get a routine. Yeah, get a routine, stick to it, write things down, right? Fill your mind with as good knowledge as you possibly can to help grow your, your psyche so that you can start implementing, you know, the minute practices that can, you know, help set the stage for greater things and to help keep organized. Um, and like, like I keep going back to, make sure you have a good and solid foundation, right? That way, when you have these troubles, you can always fall back on your foundation and it, I don't want to say start over, but build up from there. You know what I mean? I know that response was very simple, but some, some of these questions are, you know, can be as easily as, you know, addressed as just simply like, get organized, write it down, right? Get everything out of your head, put good knowledge back into it, and then plan, and then attack, right? So things like that are, you know, stuff I, I address in, in, in my coaching, right? I help you get organized, I help you get, you know, centered, and I help you kind of, you know, build up that mental fortitude so that, you know, you can stay on top of what you need to stay on top of. Um, Jake does say thank you, JB. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. We maybe have time for one more quick question or comment or concern, and then uh, we'll, we'll start to close out here. We do have uh, one more possibly coming in. Uh, Holy here is asking, how do you stop mental breakdowns? Uh, excuse me. Ooh, uh, I'm going to address this one very carefully. Get a psych evaluation first. Make sure there's no severe chemical imbalances or any sort of uh, diagnosis that needs to be made, right? Because I can't tell you, you know, what I would do for the average person, you know, that suffers with mental breakdowns, um, if you actually legitimately have something going on in here that you may not know about, all right? Make sure you address that first. Then from there, then there are breathing techniques, meditations, um, understanding that you need that one thing that you could always go to when you feel it coming on, right? And be able to get away, but also help start practicing putting yourself in stressful situations. I'm not saying force yourself into a panic attack, but slowly work up your tolerance to stressful environments, stressful confrontations, or, you know, whatever, whatever seems to be causing them or address if they're being caused from PTSD so that you can slowly work your way out of not, not letting them be as common, but also knowing how to address them when they come about. So I don't want to fully answer this question because I don't, one, I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose anything, but I don't want to address such a broad question with possible medical or psychological evaluation being needed. So I, I hope that uh, that helps. And I'm sorry I couldn't answer that as probably much as I as I could. It's a dangerous field for us to weigh in on. We're waiting on Austin to uh, finish up type in there. So I don't know if you want to do one more here. Yeah, no, that's fine. He'll be our last one. Okay. Uh, what would you say to someone suffering from one itis from a past relationship wife left me almost a year ago now and there are some days or nights where i can't stop thinking about her and miss her like crazy some days i'm fine and talk to other girls and can have dates or hookups without thinking about her but other days i feel like i can't go on without her a side note i know it's for the better she's regressing back to partying and drinking and smoking wheel all the time and that's not for me i even started to go to the gym and have been working on myself oh you miss the feeling, right? Love is a drug. It's addictive. And with our mind, like I said, it gets comfortable with certain things. What, what happened was you had invested so much into her and got so comfortable with her being there that your mind will oftentimes try to revert back to what it knows best. Um, 
the first thing I'd want to make sure is that you don't have any open doors, right? If you have children, different story, right? But obviously you want to keep that court supervised and solely about the children. However, if that door is open, meaning you still have contact with her, you still have pictures of her, you still have things that can trigger memories of her, why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Get rid of it. <clears throat> also, you need to understand, again, you need to have that sense of direction. Again, the, the biggest thing is having that open door, I guess. Make sure every aspect is closed so you can slowly weed and move out of her. Don't think that hooking up with other women or, or talking to other women is going to be a good coping mechanism. All you're doing is putting a bandaid over the feelings, ruining the sanctity of, you know, sexual intercourse, and how, like, that actually means something. Be very careful with that. But have that guy time. I know you're getting back into the gym. Feed your mind with good knowledge. Uh, the Rational Male is a really, really good book for that. Along with... Chaz, your mic is on. Um, also with shit, even my ebook, Passion and Purpose. Right? But you need to slowly start doing things to not only... To not cope, but fix. Close all doors. Stop coping with other women. Find who you are. Build that foundation. And then go from there. I hope I that to... helps. Yep, yep, go ahead. Alright, so it's important to know that when you're in these type of situations, it's completely okay and normal to still be in love with the person that somebody was. But you need to make sure you understand that that person that they was is not who they are and does not deserve that same love. So you need to separate that love for a person who they was from who they are and make sure you treat them accordingly. I, I agree. But, alright guys, as we're closing out here, I want to thank everyone for coming up. It's something that we're going to start doing weekly. Um, as soon as I get the video or audio feedback um, from the lovely person, gentleman, that is, uh, I don't want to identify anyone or offend anyone, uh, that is recording. I'll do the best I can to quickly get that edited and out, and you guys will be the first to know when that is out and available. Please make sure to show up next week. Have your questions ready. But also have any questions on what you, again, what you'd like to see from this movement, right? Things that you maybe want to be included in the app or eBooks that you want me to write or courses, whatever. I want to see if maybe I can start doing, uh, you know, seminars for you guys, right? Where I open it up where it's, you know, a hundred seats at whatever, 10 bucks a seat. I don't give a shit, right? And have it be almost like a training class for you guys. That is a lot more in-depth, a lot more personable, with you know follow-up just let me know like what myself or this community or just the jb motivation crew i guess you'd call it uh can do all right so with that being said thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you guys for asking those questions hopefully we answer them all accordingly jazz thank you so much for weighing in and being here even though you made sure i was here and present but you seem to be on the move and doing your own thing but other than that, guys, thank you so much. Stay positive, stay motivated, and as always, stay on crowd.